Hello, and welcome to the Secret to Immortality podcast. This is John Harrigan, Qigong master and founder of the website immortalnow.com, where we teach the secret to immortality. Today's episode is called Turning Tragedy into Treasure. I'll talk about the difficult times we all face in life and how we can use these problems to energize our search for greater meaning, ability, and strength as who we are. I'm currently writing a memoir with the working title, quote, The Secret to Immortality, Memoir of a Qigong Master and His Mission of Physical Immortality for Everyone. While writing this memoir today, I address specifically how we can turn tragedy and loss into gold and valuable personal growth. Let me read you a bit of what I wrote today in my memoir. Quote, Spiritual development and self-growth of any kind are a connecting process of of becoming our true selves, connecting up with the greater part of who we are in the world. And I'm going to read that one more time. Spiritual development and self-growth of any kind are a connecting process where we're connecting within ourselves and connecting to the world, and hopefully to a greater power and a greater sense of being, becoming who we really are, connecting with something profound, something wonderful, glorious, motivating, supporting, compassionate, loving, kind. Spiritual development and self-growth of any kind are a connecting process. So everything that we teach at our website, immortalnow.com, is really about connecting. The secret to immortality has three parts. We teach uh, again and again. The first part is mindfulness for immortality, and that's about becoming more connected to everything by how you think and how you're aware. The second part is Qigong for lasting life. It's an ancient meditative art of personal and spiritual growth. And I'm a Qigong master, and I teach that too. It's a profound and powerful way of, again, connecting deeply within ourselves and at a deep level to the world, all of creation and beyond. I'll read this one more time. Spiritual development and self-growth of any kind are a connecting process of becoming our true selves, connecting up with the greater part of who we are in the world. Connection, connection, connection. Everything we're seeking in life, I suggest to you, is connection. Even somebody that's greedy and powerful, and that's all they're after, they are seeking a greater connection. They may not know it, but they're seeking a greater satisfaction. They imagine money and power will satisfy them. But any of you that have had a lot of money and a lot of power know that it doesn't, uh, just for a very short period of time. And then you want more money, more power, more material possessions. But I suggest to you, everyone, no matter what we're doing, Everyone in the world is seeking greater connection, to be connected to something, to be connected to friends, more friends, to be, if you're a business, to be connected to more customers, to be connected to love, compassion. Everything good in life, every pursuit is connection. 
And what I teach about in on our website, immortalnow.com, in The Secret to Immortality, what I teach is about how we can transform the world from a world of predation, where every animal, every microorganism is chasing down, hunting, killing, and eating another one. I talk about how we can transform this world by how we think, speak, and act. And that's what the three parts of The Secret to Immortality are, really about looking at how we're thinking, how we're speaking, how we're acting, about changing our behavior, behaviors and adding behaviors like qigong and coaching. All of this leads to connection. Illness is when we're not connected correctly. We're not connected for balance, for wellness. In a developing child, a developing animal, a developing plant of any type, growth and development for Everything and everyone is about developing new connections, connections within our brain, connection, connections within the organs of our bodies as they grow and develop. It's all about connection. So keep that in mind as I continue here. I'm going to read a little bit more from uh, the work I was doing on my memoir today that applies specifically to the subject of this podcast episode. Quote, life, its difficulties, challenges, and loss, the tough things that happen in life to us and to everyone, are in fact opportunity for becoming in more for becoming more of who we are. Life, its difficulties, challenges, and loss are opportunity for becoming more of who we are. As we suffer and struggle, we can reach out and look within. As we struggle and suffer, we can reach out and look within, asking for something greater than who we are, than who we may seem to be at the moment. When we're struggling, when we're suffering, when we're experiencing personal loss in our lives, in response to that suffering, what we're suggesting is that when you're ready, you can reach out and ask for help. Reach out and ask for support, understanding, whatever it is that you need. There is usually somebody somewhere, somehow, that can help you in what you're doing. As we suffer, we can reach out and look within. We can do both of those at the same time. We can reach out and physically ask for help. And at the same time, we can look within, asking ourselves for something greater, a greater ability to cope and to grow, to understand and to deal with the pain, the loss, and the uncertainty that's troubling us. We can ask for something greater of ourselves, of a higher power, of your understanding, of a God, if that is how you live your life and what you understand. It's important that we ask something, that we look farther outside of ourselves and deeper within when we're facing struggle and hardship. Quote from my writing today, as we suffer, we have the opportunity to reach out and ask for help, to connect to a greater power and purpose. As we suffer, we have the opportunity to reach out and ask for help. Ask someone, anyone, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whoever you know. If you don't know anyone that can help you, search for someone that can help. 
there's probably someone available. As we suffer, we have the opportunity to reach out and ask for help, to connect to a greater power, a higher power within yourself, maybe a greater sense of who you are. God, if you're religious or even not religious, whatever those words are for you, when you're struggling, when we're struggling, it is a terrific opportunity, believe it or not, to look for something more so you can cope and so you can benefit from the hardship and loss. I suggest every hardship and loss in life that comes our way, whether it's a health problem of our own, a health problem of a loved one, or terrible things that can happen, any difficult thing that happens is an opportunity for growth. And that sounds like a tough thing to say, and I wouldn't say it to somebody at the beginning of their struggles with a a given situation. But as we're dealing with a problem or a struggle, we can start to deal with it in a productive way, asking for help. The greatest situation in life are situations of struggle where we are powerless to solve them, where we are powerless to overcome them, where we are perhaps broken beyond repair and we have no human ability to make things better. And in that darkest hour, that dark and difficult time, the end of the road of human possibilities, we have the opportunity to ask for something greater of ourselves than we ever thought possible. We have the opportunity to find something in life more able to help us to solve our problems than we ever knew existed. By not having any possibility of fixing a situation, we have the best opportunity of our lives. The first time a situation like that, a life circumstance like that, happened to me, I share in some blogs on my website, the first time where I was at a dead end, I really couldn't go on living, was when I was 15 turning 16. My birthday was in June in that summer of my life. And a year before then, I had a really a tough, calamitous experience with a bad street drug. I thought I was getting LSD. I heard you could have spiritual experiences and see God. And I was naive and young. And I thought, well, I'll give that a shot. I've been meditating for a long time. And that's good. But let's try everything available. And I ended up with something that was just a really poorly concocted street drug with, I was told, too much strychnine, too much methamphetamine. and um I guess a lot of LSD. I had a really difficult, terrible experience. I ended up with a lot of nerve damage. It was painful. It was overwhelming. Day to day, minute by minute, I could barely go on. I couldn't get any medical help. I didn't know how to ask people when I told them what had happened to me. They didn't know how to respond. Today, if you go to an emergency room or a doctor, they know immediately what to do to help you in such a situation. But I didn't know how to ask for help, how to get help. So after a year of dealing with that, and I'm telling you, it was overwhelming pain. It became emotional, psychological, physical, total pain of being alive. I just couldn't take it anymore. So a year after that calamitous terrible experience, I had reached the end of the road and I literally couldn't cope. 
So I reached out within myself, if that makes sense. I reached out within myself and I said a prayer. Literally, I said, God help me or I'm cashing in my chips. And I totally meant it because I couldn't continue to live. The instant that I said that, I I found myself next to my higher power, the higher power at that moment of my experience. And I would say it was maybe in a place of nirvana, a higher power that was maybe kind of a traditional being, higher power being a God, perhaps. I was with what seemed to be God to me. Clearly, it was my father, my maker. And in this timeless place of infinite bliss and love, compassion, I was at peace. I was as though I had always been there. It wasn't as though I traveled there and got there in an instant or in a few instants. As soon as I made that odd prayer for help to deep within myself and into the world, I was aware of who I was next to what I would call my father in a timeless, perfect place. I had always been there, and it it may seem strange, like it's kind of like a near-death experience. I had never left this place, and I'm still there now. And what I'm doing with The Secret to Immortality on our website, immortalnow.com, is I'm teaching you how to get to this perfect place, nirvana, heaven on earth, as who you are in a physical body. But I was in this perfect place, maybe nirvana. You don't really have to call it anything, but I have a, a Episcopal background, Episcopalian background. So to me, I call it a spiritual experience, a God experience in a place like heaven or nirvana. I don't know how long I was there. It doesn't really matter because there's no time or space. But like a lot of near-death experiences where people go to a place like heaven, there was no time or space, but it was more immediate, real, and literal than life on earth. I would say life on earth is kind of hazy to this spiritual perfect place. But what I'm doing with the secret to immortality is teaching you how to get to that perfect place, teaching you how to get to that perfect place right here and now as you are. And that's the purpose of these podcasts. That's the purpose of the meditation podcasts that come with these talks as you see them. And it's the purpose of everything I do and everything we do on our website with books, with courses, with a membership. You can join a monthly membership where we have a new Qigong lesson every 10 days and a new talk. More intimate, more deep, more powerful than what you're getting here, perhaps. Again, I had this really tough life experience. It pushed me to the edge um, when I was 16, a year after the accident, really. And I looked deep within myself, made made an urgent plea, an existential um, ask to be saved. And I was in this perfect place as who I was, a perfect being. There was no illness, no hardship, just an infinite powerful love. After being in that place for some time, 
I slowly started to focus. I was still in my body. I was in my body on my bed when I made that prayer, that request to live. And I slowly started to focus back to my body. It was like, you can imagine maybe you're really into a great book or you're really into a really good movie that's absorbing all of your, absorbing all of your attention. And you maybe take a break to go get something to eat or maybe answer a phone call and your attention sort of resolves back to reality. That's what I did. I didn't leave my body like some people seem to do in near-death experiences. It wasn't a near-death experience, just some similarities. I started to focus back in my body. And as I focused back in my body from this heavenly experience, as I focused back to my body in that bedroom, I had all the infinite love and power of heaven and of my maker in me physically, in my body, in the world. And as I thought about problems in the world, a a family member who was going through a struggle and everything I thought about, other problems I thought about, the full force of what I would call this heavenly love and power, not my own, but the power of all of heaven just coming through me as a conduit into all of the world. And as I was experiencing that, I went, ah, okay, this this is what happens to the spiritual masters that we read about. And my guess is that spiritual masters aren't masters of anything. They're just people like you and me who have become really connected connected to a beautiful love, a beautiful power, a compassion, a goodness, so that that becomes the predominant part of all their physical being. That's what I'm doing. That's the work I've been doing all my life. And that's what I'm teaching you to, to do on our website and right now on this podcast. As I resolved back into that room where I was physically, I just had the power of all of heaven, of God and every good thing as part of me connected to that. And I realized, you know, I grew up in a a Christian church and I said, okay, this is what Jesus was doing. And this is what Jesus was asking us all to do. And then I realized my life purpose that moment, I realized my life purpose was to heal and recover from this pretty tough injury I had. And I knew it was going to take me many decades, 30 or 40 years. I knew I had to heal and recover, put myself back together with higher power help, and then share and teach this beautiful love of heaven on earth and how we can have an immortal existence. It's how I suggest life is really meant to be. As I resolved back into the reality of my bedroom, I could feel and notice I was healed about one third. And I realized, okay, I've been given a wonderful gift, a one third instantaneous healing miracle. I suggest to you it was not a miracle. I suggest that life itself is a miracle, that you're a miracle. I'm a miracle. Everything is a miracle. But I reached out in a time of desperate need, asking for something in an existential way to continue my life. 
And what I'm saying to you all is that every life problem, small and large, is an opportunity to find a deeper self, a deeper part of our being, maybe a more accurate you and me that's stronger, more compassionate, more aware, more giving, more able. Every hardship I suggest to you, when we're all living in a difficult life with hardships, problems, and difficulties, every hardship is an opportunity to go to a deeper and more fulfilling level of being. And the idea is that after we go through this hardship, you, me, everyone, after we go through this struggle and difficulty, we have more to give in the world. We have more to do in the more in the world, more to offer, even on a simple basis, more love, more goodness, more compassion. The subject of this episode was turning hardship and calamity into treasure. And I've talked about how everyone can do that. So before you go today and before I go, I'd like to invite you to our website, immortalnow.com, where we have articles, where we have inspiration, a membership. We have a course you can take to help you learn how to do this, to help you find the best of who you are, the immortal, perfect you, and bring that into the flesh, into the world, into your life more and more, so that together we all can activate and realize a different type of world, a different type of physical reality. That's all for today. Bless you and keep you.